Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, The Little Women. We are three best friends who wanted to create a platform to communicate with an audience similar to our age, teenagers. We discuss relevant topics from significant movements to simple teenage issues that feel like the end of the world. Be on the lookout for our special guest episodes to hear about all the different kinds of people who have taken their time to not only educate us, but also you guys, giving an endearing insight into their lives. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Little Women podcast and to our one year anniversary bonus episode. This bonus episode is a chance for all of us to reflect and say a big thank you for the year we've had since starting this podcast. When the pandemic hit, everyone's lives were turned upside down, our normal lives, which involved going to school and preparing for our A-levels, were completely changed. We suddenly found ourselves stuck at home with not a lot to do. As I'm sure you're all aware, this podcast was mainly created as a product of lockdown boredom. And as podcasts were becoming increasingly popular, we decided to join the bandwagon and start one of our own. We recorded our first episode, figured out how to edit and upload it, and then from then on, we haven't looked back. But let's take this episode to remember how far we've come since that very first episode. After recording some episodes with just the three of us chatting, we got so intrigued by the idea of having guests appear on our show. With absolutely no expectations whatsoever, we sent out emails to people who we looked up to and people we thought would have an interesting story to tell. And believe it or not, we got almost instant replies of people wanting to speak to us on our very, very new little podcast. Danny Varayo, an actress appearing on The Next Step, was the first guest we had on and this was the first big milestone we achieved within the podcast. So it, like, it feels like it's been a long time ago, but it also feels like no time at all has passed. And it's just, I don't know, it's just like so crazy to think about. Even like <laughs> seeing, my, seeing myself on TV and seeing people watching the show and like reaching out to me, um, like even fans who like, reach out to me all the time about like their uh experiences or like that they like love me or like things like that it's just like (laughs) it's so like cool to see and like just to think that none of this um connection would have been happening if I hadn't gone on the show and if I hadn't had the most amazing amazing experience that I've had like so far in my life like I honestly believe that last year was like the best year of my life (laughs) so far um (laughs) Even though we were still figuring out the world of podcasts, we enjoyed talking to Danny so much and this made us inspired to really work on our podcast and get even more incredible guests on, such as Wattpad author and influencer Emma Cantrell-Miller. We're just like a major super fan of anything, not even just Harry Styles, not just One Direction, like anything. Mm. People look down on that and they're like, you're just being crazy, like you're being obsessive, like you're being annoying, whatever. And I think that that is it just it, that gets that gets me so angry when people say things like that because like being a fan of something is a great way to put your passion somewhere it's a great way to find hope in things when you feel like you have no hope and i think existing loudly is taking taking anything that you do that you have passion and not caring if anybody else says anything about it you know if you love reading and people call you a book nerd or whatever you know what i'm saying Take that and say, you know what? I am. I don't care. Because mm. people sit there and they look at me whenever I post my TikToks, me like crying over this or fangirling <laughs> over that. And they're like, you're so annoying. And I'm like, oh, yep, you're right. It's fine. <laughs> you know what? I am annoying over myself. You know, you're great. It's fine. Like existing loudly is taking everything that you're passionate about and not and just and just loving it and embracing it and just continuing that passion 
with not a care in the world about anybody else or anything else or any outside forces that might try to stop that. The next guest to appear on our show was one that I was a little starstruck over, was Alexandra Chaves, also from The Next Step. From being a fan of the show as a kid and watching Alex on my TV growing up to having her on our podcast, which was still only very small, was a dream come true. What do you love the most about working on the next? Oh, there's so I, it's hard to say one thing. I mean, the fans, their energy—it's <laughs> incredible because we go on tour and we get to actually feel their energy and and meet them in person, and that's incredible. But then also during COVID times too, we're still able to connect online. That's been so special to see their passion and their energy just through the screen. So I really am very appreciative of them. Thank you because we would not be able to do this stuff and be going and doing our seventh season without them. Um, also really grateful for all the cast and crew. Like we're, we're like a family. We know each other so well. I've known them now for like more than five years, I think. And it's been very special to go through all those things with them and you feel so comfortable on set. And a lot of those cast members, like they're all going to be my best friends for life. So I've made some, some really close friends. And also I've been lucky enough to travel and we've just made so many incredible experiences together. And uh, oh, I'm so grateful. <laughs> also, on top of that, I mean, having the next step experience and working on set made me realize that acting and dancing is what I want to do. Um, maybe without that, I wouldn't have realized until later or at all. One of our highlights was also our Desert Island Discs episode, where we spoke about the top songs we couldn't live without. So make sure to go back and listen to this episode if you want to learn more about our music taste. We are going to do kind of a music themed episode so what we've done is we've chosen our five favorite songs and one album that if we were stranded on a desert island we would want to have with us so um it's inspired by the radio 4 show desert island discs and we're all going to talk about our favorite songs and the meanings behind them we had some amazing conversations with sarita cuervo and aaron smith about the world of modeling and influencing my main thing that I always tell people is to be consistent and to not wait for the perfect time to start. Because if you wait for a cute ring light or if you wait for like a camera, or if you wait for your for like a better phone, like you're never going to start. Like it doesn't matter how bad your quality is. Um, as long as you start, like there's always going to be improvement. So I feel like that's one thing because people are like I've always wanted to do this and I'm like girl do it now and then consistency because like it's really hard to watch numbers grow at the beginning and it can be super discouraging Mm -hmm. and people often like give up because of that but the whole thing is being consistent and then waiting for your big break whether it be for now like what I've seen a lot of people like occur to them is like getting big on TikTok or maybe they blow up on YouTube or whatever it is that they blow up on or get featured on or get reposted on. Once they get that big break, it is literally so like all that consistency is going to work, like pay off in the end because all those audience members are going to go back and stock all the consistent like content that you've been posting. So yeah, being consistent and never giving up are my biggest, biggest pieces of advice. Yeah. So how did you get into the modeling industry and do you have any advice for any aspiring models out there? Um, so I got into the modeling industry um, only at the beginning of this year. I just, I went to a modeling like um, a friend sent it to me and I went to a casting day at like a modeling studio and got um, 
like signed up from there and I decided to do um, a course which really helped my like modeling career because I learned so much more about the industry and I got to become like form relationships with photographers and stylists and really just even like other models that I became like close with so it really like helped me branch out and I reckon that's the best way to get in there is get your foot in the door by like learning everyone in the industry and just getting your name out there so by doing courses and some eye-opening important discussions with activist Naomi L surrounding black history and the education system and Eva Carroll who spoke to us about the work she has done involving politics and sexual assault my entire TikTok account is one huge accident. <laughs> That's how I describe it. Um, I literally got TikTok in uni with my friends to just muck around with. And then I'd say like end of May, I was just like, I need to rant to someone. My Snapchat friends are annoyed with my ranting. I'm turning to TikTok. And then I just like made a few videos of me ranting. And then I just woke up the next day with 7,000 new followers. And That's I was just insane. like, this is scary and so then people just kept on asking questions I was just like answering the questions and then it occurred to me that we literally don't get taught anything about black British history Mm. and I feel like for you to understand the world today and to make change you need to understand the past so I was like I'm gonna do a few history lessons on it and then the lessons did really well so I've just kind of continued doing it Mm. yeah that's amazing you're doing what all schools should be doing so (laughs) yeah particularly around women's issues, I saw injustices, little injustices, like girls not putting the hand up as much in class as boys. Um, And then as I got older, that changed to concerns around body image. um, And as girls went through puberty, um, the sexual harassment began straight away. Um, So I was always aware of it and politically, um I've my mum's always been into politics so Andrew Marr was always on the Sunday (laughs) (laughs) and I remember um my first political memories the coalition when that formed and I remember everyone going oh no (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I've always been kind of aware of injustices we heard from the world of TikTok with Renata Degrella, who works as a production assistant at Coach, and Lauren Hun, who is known for her big sister advice videos on social media. Well, originally it just kind of like, my New York Minute vlogs were just like me showing my day in New York City, and I felt like I saw a lot of day in the lives that were mostly like bloggers, and they obviously have a very, very different lifestyle than like, I would say like a normal, an average New Yorker, like who just goes to work and everything like that. Yeah. Um. So I want to kind of show that side because there are many different like New York experiences and like I figured mine was different than what most people see. And then people started asking me in my comments like a ton of questions about like what I do and how I got there. So I just started like making videos, um, kind of explaining that and giving tips um, to younger students and definitely think that some of these things should be taught in school and even with periods I honestly feel like guys should be learning about periods too because like Mm. someone in their life is going to be going through it and I think being able to understand the human anatomy and actual like what's going on in people it will really help them understand and kind of break down stigmas around um, periods or having like oh like oh periods are so gross you know kind of thing 
Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the natural part of life, and I feel like everyone should have knowledge about it. Um, so instead of watching like traumatizing birth videos, like I honestly don't think anyone needs to be watching that. Like not everyone's <laughs> gonna give birth, but yeah. everyone's gonna have a period. You know, people are yeah. gonna have mm-hmm. sex. We also had Emily Skubik. She was a super interesting guest who spoke to us about her life as a ballerina and working on the Netflix show Tiny Pretty Things. Like growing up is hard you know mm-hmm. especially yeah. like I mean I don't know what it's like to be anything else but a woman but it's hard you know mm-hmm. like it's hard being a young girl in like especially like such a competitive industry because like your body's constantly changing your mood is constantly changing. you know like every there's so many factors mm-hmm. within that um but then also like having that stress of like you need to look a certain way, you know, especially if you want to be pursue a career in ballet and you need to like, you know, keep fueling your body with certain things. And sometimes you want to just like relax and not worry about those things. But it's like it's hard. Mm. I would say definitely there is struggle with it. But then I like look on Instagram or like look on, you know social media and I see all of these incredible female ballerinas and these incredible females like in the world that are just like building their brand and just you know rolling with the punches. We had an episode where we spoke about our favorite tv shows and movies and sat down for a chat about our life updates and plans for the future as we were all beginning new chapters of our lives. Hannah moved to university and Jalen and Summer began their gap years working on getting into acting school. but like I just absolutely love this show and you guys know me like I I don't really watch tv shows and movies for like the dramatic like plot and like oh my gosh that was so thrilling or whatever I'm like that made me laugh that made me cry like I like it (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah if anything lockdowns actually made me make plans if that makes sense because Obviously, I want to go into like acting stuff, and I've been looking at like different unis, and I think we found one that looks really good um, in London. So I've been looking at looking at all that really, um, just working mainly. We also got to hear from Olivia Hanlon, managing director of Girls in Marketing. I think, in all honesty, it's just make sure that you take a break. I say this all the time. I am. Um, kind of a hypocrite in a way because I hardly ever take breaks um, and I always tell people to take breaks but it is so important and especially if you work in marketing as I said before it is so difficult sometimes to keep up with everything to keep up with trends to keep up with updates and I think a really important key takeaway is to just take a break sometimes and realize that you don't have to be the best at everything marketing is a huge industry We took a break over the festive period to regain motivation for the podcast and take care of ourselves as the UK went into lockdown again. But we came back strong in January to have a deep chat using the game We're Not Really Strangers. Summer, I feel like... I see You need to hear that... um... You will progress. You will go up. I feel like um, sometimes maybe you think you're just at a standstill. Stand still. Um, 
you will go up from that and it will get better. The same like JLAM, but not more stable. You will just have more opportunities, more things come to you. And <laughs> That's good. I was trying to hug you, come on. <laughs> I just think it was funny how you change it. JLAM, you'll be, you'll, it'll be stable. Summer, it won't be stable, but you'll have opportunities. <laughs> because <laughs> it just it's just me to a t nothing's ever stable no but i'm telling you what you need to hear it was good i liked it yeah it's just not it's what you need to hear yeah. our fantastic year of guests in 2021 was kicked off by the incredible bashita huja who we were blown away by having achieved so much at such a young age so it was a very you know difficult time there was so much academic pressure and um, you know people really felt that you know we won't actually be able to do um, whatever we have planned so but then again i feel age is not really a limiting factor in the path of success because age um, is age is just a number and if you really have a you know if there is actually a will then there is always a way and um, it's all about your higher goal if you are very passionate and determined to achieve something then nothing there's no stopping you basically we then had our first episode interviewing another podcast teen girls investigate crime which was such a useful and insightful conversation seeing how another podcast works so what has been your favorite part so far when running this podcast so I honestly couldn't just pick one. Like I love putting effort into something and then having like a real product to show for it. Like because I'm a teenager, like my only thing that I'm putting work into is school really. And there's not a lot to show for all of my school work and commitment to school. And it's a really rewarding process to work so hard for something and then have an episode come out one week. And it's just great. And I also love having the excuse to do a lot of true crime research because, <laughs> I mean, people think it's creepy otherwise. And now I have, like, something to say that I have to do it for. Yeah. We were delighted to be joined by Mila Holmes, who's the queen of social media management. Well, I don't want to be the person to tell you not to go to college, but I personally don't see at least with my interests and skills, I never saw value in college. So if, if you're young and you're deciding whether or not you want to go to college and you have the freedom to not go to college, then I suggest you at least just try to start a business. If it fails, then go to college. You know what I mean? Like take a gap year between high school and when you're going to go to college and just try something. And like, don't expect to be really good at what you do from the get-go and don't expect to have it all figured out when you first start because then you're literally just never going to start. You know what I mean? So if you have an idea for a business, try it. If you want to start a podcast, if you want to start an Instagram managing business, whatever, literally just do it. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, then you have college to fall back on. Amanda Bew spoke to us about the world of acting and how to get into the industry. When I started off, I didn't have anyone. I didn't have family or friends that was in the industry. So I would have killed to have someone that, you know, could answer my questions and help me, you know, if I was confused about anything, I would have loved to have like an older sister figure to like help me with that. Um, so I was like, well, maybe this could be like a help to people. So I just kept posting and posting. And now I just hit 80K today on TikTok. People just get like so pumped up about it. Like they, the comments that I get just like make my heart melt because so many people are like, I didn't believe in myself. But after seeing this, I'm just having this good <laughs> feeling that I should go for it. And I'm like, yes, you should go for it. We spoke to some incredible business owners who had blown up their companies on social media, such as L Drove Clothing, Lucy Parker, and co-founders of Picnic and Chill, Jocelyn and Coco. Why don't I do this? Like, I could definitely combine those elements and 
try and be as sustainable as I can be, but also trying to be at a fair price point. Um, mm. And also in lockdown, you probably noticed as well, but there was such a rise in like new businesses starting, new brands emerging. And I was just so inspired by it. And I just, I was buying it. And then I just thought, well, why don't I just give it a go? So yeah, I just went for it. And I think, yeah, just to say in short, lockdown was basically the biggest inspiration. So how did, how did you come up with the idea to start planning luxury, luxury picnics? Um, the pandemic, uh, we started back in October 2020. So it's only been a few months and uh, we didn't know that we were going to get this big. And we are definitely very overwhelmed with all the love. And we started because Joss and I were like, dude, like there's really nothing to do. And we want to still make these little moments count. Um, like her, one of our friends, her wedding was postponed because of COVID. So we're like, why not celebrate it? So why not do something small but safe? And we can still like get together everyone in a safe way. And that's how uh, Picnic and Chill was born. Around this time also, we hit another big milestone in our journey, being guests on another podcast. We were so grateful to be featured on an episode of Culture Hang, where we spoke about our icon, Taylor Swift. So (laughs) we decided to go with the day Taylor Swift was cancelled. And she's always been really important Mm. to me just growing up. And she's been such a huge influence for women in the Mm -hmm. industry in particular. So the day she was cancelled, I felt like that was a huge shift, especially Mm -hmm. for women in pop. So ever since, like, I've known Taylor, literally when she was a teenager, 15, 16, she was constantly, like, diminished by the media. And everyone was critical of her. And it's literally just because Mm -hmm. she's a female and she was successful at such a young age. And she was like first told that she didn't deserve her success and then when she proved people wrong she was then branded as someone who slept around with like loads of men and there would be this whole thing saying oh make sure you don't get with taylor swift because you'll have a song written about you and it was just ridiculous she was constantly beaten down by the media so the day she was like officially cancelled i think was a really important moment i agree with that i think the treatment we were talking about it on our podcast today but we've talked about it a lot that she's still getting these sexist comments, even like we, yeah. have, I thought as a society, we'd grown past sort of slut shaming and doing stuff like that. Yeah. But apparently it's still very much rife. Um, people thinking that about Taylor Swift, who's been, I mean, it's wrong anyway, but she's been in a committed relationship for the past couple of years. And as like, so either way it's wrong, but also now it's just stupid and false. So yeah. And we had the opportunity to speak to our first musician, Millie Milner. Um, in my early mid-teens, I thought, oh, I'm actually decent at this. Maybe I'll be like a music teacher. And as I gradually started to perform more, I thought I should give it a shot on actually being a performer. So that's what I've been pursuing for a few years now. Oh, that's amazing. But did you ever find it difficult? Like when you initially began, as much as you enjoyed it, was there ever this fear that you weren't going to get noticed or that it was never going to leave your bedroom or did that never really bother you? When I first started, I wasn't really making music for other people. I was putting it out, but it was more just because I enjoyed it. And now my little motto is, I don't care if it's one person listening or a million people listening, as long as that one person enjoys it, that's all mm-hmm. that matters. Oh, that's a really good way of seeing it, actually. And it keeps you motivated for that one person. I'm sure it's not just one for you, but, you know. <laughs> Katie Costa gave us some fantastic insights into being a graphic designer and how to start your own brand design agency. 
I would say there's definitely no rush. Um, and But we have so much time right now in lockdown and for the most part being alone or with just people you live with. So really think about what you love to do. And there's definitely a way you can make a career out of it. Um, for example, I, I mean, I have always loved doing makeup and fashion and those are just have always been hobbies of mine. Um, but I didn't necessarily think I wanted to be a makeup artist. And so like just throughout exploring the things and tapping into the things that I am passionate about and love and make me excited, I have found like just the perfect, um, like career path for me that blends everything that I love together. So And once again, we were honoured to be featured on another podcast, so that got me thinking with Natalie Walker-Brimble, who also appeared on our podcast, speaking to us about life coaching. So could you tell us a bit about what being a life coach actually is and like what it entails? So life coaching looks at your strengths. So we look at your life, your opportunities, and we try and see things through a different lens or perspective, because sometimes we can feel a bit stuck where we are, what we want, and everything seems sometimes a little bit impossible and, oh, we can't do that because of this. And life coaching is helping us get unstuck, essentially. And and as a life coach, I'm not there to pretend I know what's best for you or that I know you better than you know yourself. I'm there to ask you questions that maybe you don't ask yourself or you haven't considered. And I want to push you into a different direction sometimes and really get to the core of what you are and who you are and what you want what are your values because are they aligning to what you want from your future and really pushing you to be the best version of you and I know that sounds really cheesy but that's essentially what life coaching is helping you look forward and get a little bit unstuck in more recent episodes we spoke to Casey and Neil about being a photographer and starting a photography business so where did your passion for photography begin um so I got a camera for Christmas when I was six or seven and uh, it was a little pink Nikon little camera and I loved it and I carried it everywhere um and I just started taking pictures of everything um mostly birds and birds nests and flowers (laughs) and trees and everything you know but um I don't know it just it was um a way for me to capture time and it was really really special so I've just always loved it ever since then and we featured on our third podcast, Best Wishes with Sophie. Um, in your introduction, you say that you wanted to um, make a podcast that's by teenagers for teenagers, or not teenagers, but you know, young women of your age for the same audience. And mm. I really do think that you've, without yeah. blowing your trumpet, um, you've like nailed it as as who you're you're the pitch (laughs) of the language the people just everything really it does it really works and you have done so many fab episodes and I don't want to put you on the spot here but do you have a favorite topic or discussion or conversation (laughs) or guest that you've you found particularly fascinating and you like to listen to or go back to um I'll go first. <laughs> I have a few. Like, um, I don't want to... I've honestly enjoyed, like, every single episode. Um, just because you learn something different, like, every time. And our episode with Alexandra Serrard, focusing on directing, producing, and founding a broadcasting and media production company. I'm 26 now, so my teenage years are behind me. But <laughs> I'd say, like, when looking back as a teenager, you're 
trying to figure out what you want to do is it's not easy like you have people are kind of pressuring you okay you should do this you have these passions but I think it's okay to take your time and try to really sit down and lay out okay what are my passions what are things I really want to do and even if it's out of the ordinary for people that are in your life and that you know you're kind of scared of okay what are gonna people gonna think just don't really don't think about that and really go with Uh, what your heart tells you to do because that's how you're never going to have regrets above all this we still have some super exciting episodes on their way which we can't wait for all of you to tune into a year into our podcast has been such an incredible experience for us what we thought would once be a small little project that maybe wouldn't make it beyond lockdown has become a significant part of our lives and we're incredibly grateful for the amazing people we have spoken to who have given up their time to tell us about their lives and offer advice from which we have learned some very important lessons In addition to this, it has been a fantastic experience meeting other podcasts and collaborating with them. It's something we didn't really anticipate coming into this industry, but it's been so nice talking with other podcasts and hearing about their inspirations and how they operate their shows. We still can't believe that we have been guests on other podcasts. It feels like a really weird full circular moment. We wanted to say a big thank you to our listeners for tuning into our episodes. It still baffles us to think that people actually want to listen to what we produce. So thank you to anyone that is subscribed to our podcast or follows us on Instagram or has even just listened to one episode. We are so much more inspired to put out new podcast episodes now that we know people are listening. Thank you guys for a great year and we hope you enjoyed our bonus episode. See you next time. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. If you want to find us elsewhere, you can follow our Instagram at the Little Women Podcast, where you can ask future guest questions, hear about new episodes coming up, and also see what we get up to behind the scenes. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on and give us a five-star rating. We upload every other Sunday, so we'll see you then for a brand new episode.